Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me, Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law, and Mr. Joe Grande. And we are the number one source for everything cannabis. Yes, we are. And thank you guys for listening to us all around the world. You want to follow us? Please do. Find us online at Cannabis Talk 101 on all social media. Especially, I've been saying, go to the YouTube page because everybody here has been doing so much work putting these videos up online so you guys can watch them. So yes. enjoy it. So watch it. If you're listening to the podcast, go, go home and check go, a look at us. Go. Or if you want to give us a call, 800-420-1980. That number again is 800-420-1980. Uh, follow us online, of course, at Cannabis Talk 101, at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Waslaw, Craig's at Waslaw Dog, Blue is at One Christopher Wright. Hello. I am at Joe Grande 52, and today is going to be a very special show. Yes. Because Mark Wasserman, we've been following this case for, I think, about a year now at least, right? I think a year and a half maybe, and a little longer because of COVID and the pushbacks. You, so may, you may remember this case. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to reiterate and set it back up, but all, not only that, our very own Chris Franchino, who not only does business development, but also does mic carriage where he carries the mic into the fucking courtroom and set up the scenario of what happened at the case that we're referencing that had the final outcome. What is it called? The judgment? What did you say? Well, this, 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 was, this was the ruling, the ruling on our motion to suppress evidence. Continue? I don't know why sorry. you stopped. I'm sorry. How- they move and you like, can't fucking talk or what <laughs> motion to suppress evidence and this was the case where we had a client who rented an airbnb the neighbor said he saw a strange black man on the porch of the house next door that he thought was supposed to be vacant cops came no signs of breaking and entering cop decides to walk right in the uh, unlocked back door where they see our client standing in his underwear with a bunch of cannabis surrounding him and they arrest him and charge him with uh, a bunch of different crimes relating to cannabis. There was about 50 pounds in the house and we felt that this was an illegal search, an illegal entry, and his rights were violated, which is why we filed the motion. Went through the hearing about three months ago. I cross-examined the officer and... It's been a grueling three months waiting for the final decision by the judge. It was set about a month or so ago before. Then we got a call from the clerk saying, hey, the judge is going to push it back. We're going to get the ruling. It's going to be another month. That happened twice. And then finally, we went to court the other day to hear the ruling before we went. Two weeks before, we filed what's called a media motion asking permission to bring in audio and video recording into the courtroom. Whenever you see cameras in a courtroom, the that entity... lawyer has to ask? Well, the, the, the entity that wants to record has to have a motion filed 
asking for permission to come into the courtroom, and it's completely discretionary. So it all, like for the OJ case, ABC, CBS, and everybody had to put it in? Yes. Okay. They all put in their own motions. How old am I that I said the OJ case? What the fuck? I couldn't use a, I couldn't use a more <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Which OJ case? Exactly. So, Jeez. <laughs> that goes out. So, so we had to do that, and it's up to the judge. The judge could say no. Yeah. The judge said yes with the stipulation that it's only audio. So the judge wouldn't allow a, a video camera in, just audio. So Mr. Frankino was able to come in with a mic. The judge was very kind, invited him yes. up to the bench, which you never see that, and let him put... So you got nice and close to the judge, Chris. Oh, yeah. Put the mic right, right on her desk. He and almost didn't press record. <laughs> <laughs> that well, would we have been scared. a nightmare. Let's, let's walk up to that. I want to get your, your thoughts, uh, Chris, but before that... We were hanging out, actually, all of us the night before, and we yes. had a, quite a bit of a, a late night. Uh, we didn't leave oh, a party. We were at the Blacklist Certified Party in Beverly Hills until about 1 in the morning. Keep me up all and night we got home court. about 1.32 in the morning. How was your night leading up to, I mean, you were hanging out most of the night, and you were smoking a lot of cannabis yes. at this event. Very much. You go home, you're quite perked up on the, on the bus and then you had to, didn't want to call your wife to open the gate. Blue had to help you at the gate <laughs> and convince you to call your son. But how was it leading up to the next morning? So I, I actually got into my house. It was probably right around 2, 2.30. And we had to, you know, I couldn't sleep. I wasn't going to be able to sleep. I already knew it. And I smoked a little more. I took a couple dabs. And I was going over my head, in my head, as we do as attorneys, you know, what's how's how's this judge going to rule how's he trying to play, play god how's and, and, it going to well, play well, out well right? well the hardest part is for this particular case versus other cases I'll give you an example other cases can easily say well now if the judge is going to rule against me it's because the judge is going to think this, this, and this, and you know the judge is going to be an idiot and think this, this, and this, and disagree with me, and just i'm going to lose, but this particular case, I always came back to. The only way I can lose is if the judge just believes if you're a black man on a porch, that's an emergency situation for a cop to just go right in. And that's the line that you use your closing argument. That right? was. I, I, min, I did not mince words. I said, Your Honor, if you rule against us, it's because you believe an emergency <sighs> circumstance so that a cop doesn't need a warrant to enter is being a black man on a porch in a house that might be vacant. Vacant. And if I may elaborate on our conversation that you and I had, you said this was as bothersome to you as much as your nephew, Jay Cures, yeah. when he went to court. Yes. You compared the feeling that you had to that. Yep. Yep. And, and it's And showed. you've got a lot of cases and none of them have compared to that. No, yeah. This this really it got my blood boiling, especially when I was cross examining the cop during that confrontation i'll call it in that exchange the judge actually admonished me counselor tone it down because i was getting pretty heated you know i think one of the parts was oh so a, a black man on a porch is in a gang because the cop was trying to say well because you were in a high gang related area next to the freeway well that's why i had to go in to make sure the house wasn't being robbed bullshit you know so things like that really get my blood boiling and you know look hey you're a cop you saw no signs of breaking and entering there were no tools there was nothing nobody was screaming nobody was, you'll hear it we have the judge oh we're gonna hear the whole thing the whole very what's it the verdict what is it called the ruling her, her, her opinion her opinion okay which leads to the ruling. and this never happened where it took two weeks to come back to well, more and, than two weeks so you didn't get any so, sleep the night before I, maybe an hour okay. i think about, i slept about an hour i woke up Texted uh, Patrick and Frankino and said, I'm on my way. Let's meet at the courthouse, 815. And uh, we got there. And Chris Frankino, you going to the courthouse, how did that feel for you? Were you nervous? Because Lord knows you've been in and out of jail and prison a few times. Going to that courthouse <laughs> might have sparked some emotions in there. Oh, I was definitely super nervous. He was wondering if he had a warrant. <laughs> yeah. a warrant. How would you feel when the judge said, come up here? All <laughs> bullshit aside, though, were you like when you walked through, did you have any, like, I mean, are you just so long from that where you're like, fuck it, I'm good? 
or I'm being serious. Oh, I mean, it never really leaves. You know, that's what I'm saying. So that's what I mean. It never leaves me, dog. I've been sober 20. Look, I hear the sirens and I get all. I mean, you get nervous, and I can't get busted for shit on me. I went and got a medical card just in case somebody has too much around me. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know, they took my business card and went to, went to the back, and I'm thinking, oh shit, are they running my name right now? Do I have any warrants? What's going on? So you did think all this. See, I was wondering. I, I've been you know, waiting to ask you this. Until we get Mark, the show. Mark's like, just sit out here. We'll, we'll come and call you when we're ready for you. And Mark so, Washerman tells you. This. Yeah. Okay. And then the bailiff even comes out and he's like, are you here to check in? I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm just here as a press and showing him the recorder and a couple of people come by. Are, are you here to check in? And I'm like, no, I'm not here for court. <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> well, you fit the profile, sir. <laughs> Apparently, you're like, damn. So, were you, so you were kind of nervous and then you walk in and what was the environment like inside? Well, they, they do allow uh, people in the audience now. So there was a couple of people who had cases that were in the courtroom now sitting there. And so, I mean, you, you walk inside in there, it was it was definitely an open, friendly environment for being being press. I mean, the judge was like, come on up here. Come right on up. And First time the court judge has been that nice to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, no, like, come all the way around. I mean, I could have put a lav mic on her <laughs> yeah, as close as I probably. was. And she was like... All, she was like, actually like open and happy about it, and she was. Now it was, it was fun. Did what? we ask? Did we ask for actual uh, video while we were there? Well, w w when you do a motion like that, you're asking for everything, and then the judge will check off and say what. Yeah, so what, she, denied what the video. she denied the video. She just but allowed, allowed audio. audio. Yeah, correct. I wish they would have. I mean, it would have been good for her too. It could have been. Yeah, we well, could have said you know. it could have been. I mean, because yeah. not only that, this is a big case, and the best part about this, you guys. We got the recorder in there. We're going to play everything. It's about 13 minutes. So when we come back, here's your chance to be in court with Mr. Mark Wasserman from the Pop Brothers at Law. Before we go there, you know what time it is, Blue. It's dime time, baby. Yay! G4 Live, guys. It's going down. The Bud Tenders Award, September 29th through October 2nd, Las Vegas, Mandalay Bay. Terpene Warehouses will be there with all your terpene needs. Bud Man Stew. 420 expressions. It ain't real, bro. And you do know that. Cali effects for the full feel the feel the effects, guys. Ooh, you're feeling it. Yeah, I know. I'm not even there yet. And viscous vape, guys, live the ride. It's going down. It's cannabis talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. And at this time, going on the record in the 
People versus Walter and I'm case number 08-39-32. If the lawyers would state their appearance for the record, please. Good morning, Your Honor. Mark Wasserman, appearing 977 for defendant, along with our provisionally licensed lawyer, Patrick Quinn. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Your Honor. Pulling a very good people, and I'm being accompanied by certified law firm, Sean Cho. And good morning to everyone. Thank you. And if you'd like to have a seat, thank you. Certainly. And the matter is here today for the court to rule on the 1538.5 motion. And at this time, the court has read and considered the 1538.5 motion, the people's opposition, all subsequent filings, heard and considered Detective Urich's testimony, considered the arguments of counsel, and reviewed the 1538.5 hearing transcript. By way of background, on March 14, 2020, Monterey, Monterey Park Police Detective Urich responded to 2404 Isabella Avenue in the city of Monterey Park, California, regarding, quote, a suspicious activity, close quote, call. Upon arrival, he contacted the caller, also the neighbor, who saw, quote, a black guy, close quote, wearing a shirt, correction, wearing a red shirt, and heard the person make a, quote, gang-type, close quote, whistle for his buddy to come pick him up. He stated they don't live here, there aren't going to be any renters, the house has been vacant for a month or two. He didn't see him go to the, to the door, quote, he just checked it like if it was locked, close quote, then whistled for his buddy. Detective Urich checked the vacant house for signs of a crime, checked the back door, did not recall knocking, found the door unlocked, and entered. Upon entry, he immediately, immediately saw the defendant and detained him. Upon re-entry, he observed 10 large bags of marijuana and arrested the defendant. The court's analysis. The Fourth Amendment guarantees the right of people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures, and that shall not be violated. The extent to which the Fourth Amendment protects people may depend upon where those people are. The court has held that, quote, the capacity to claim the protection of the Fourth Amendment depends upon whether the person who claims the protection of the amendment has a legitimate expectation of privacy in the invaded space, close quote. See Rakas, R-A-K-A-S versus Illinois at 439 U.S. at page 143. The text of the Fourth Amendment suggests that its protections extend only to people in their houses, but the court has held that in some circumstances, a person may have a legitimate expectation in the expectation of privacy in the house of someone else. In Minnesota versus Olson, 495 U.S. 91, a 1990 case, for example, the court decided that an overnight guest in a house had that sort of expectation of privacy that the Fourth Amendment protects. In this case, the question for the court is, does the defendant have a legitimate expectation of privacy in the house of someone else? Here, the defendant stated he arrived from out of state and was staying at the Airbnb rental home with two friends rented by Ms. Bird. After obtaining the homeowner information from the defendant, Detective Urich contacted the homeowner, Mr. Wong, who confirmed the five-day Airbnb rental. Detective Urich was asked whether he observed any evidence of someone staying overnight at the location and stated, quote, I seem to recall there being luggage, close quote, and clarified seeing multiple pieces of luggage. When asked when the five-day rental began, Detective Urich could not recall. Having arrived from out of state, staying at a five-day Airbnb rental, rented home, along with post multiple pieces of luggage, an inference can be drawn of the defendant's intention to stay overnight as a guest for more than one evening, and which would support the fact that he had a legitimate expectation of privacy. To hold that an overnight's guest has a legitimate expectation of privacy in his host home 
merely recognizes the everyday expectations of privacy that we all have. Staying overnight in another's home is a long-standing social custom that serves the functions recognized as valuable by society, citing Minnesota, citing Minnesota versus U.S. at pages 91 and 19 and pages 99, a 1990 case. The Fourth Amendment to the Federal Constitution guarantees against unreasonable searches and seizures by law enforcement and other government officials. Because a warrantless entry into a home to conduct, to conduct a search and seizure is presumptively unreasonable under the Fourth Amendment, the government bears the burden of establishing that ex exigent circumstances or other correction, or another exception to the warrant requirement justifies the entry. People versus Rogers, a 2009 case at 46 Cal 4, 1136. Quote, the physical entry of the home is the chief evil against which the wording of the Fourth Amendment is directed, citing People versus Camacho, a 2000 case at 23 Cal 4, 824 and 831. Quote, warrantless arrests within a home are prescribed unless exigent circumstances exist, citing N. Ray Rudy, R-U-D-Y-F, a 2004 case. The term exigent circumstances describes an emergency situation requiring swift action to prevent imminent danger to life or serious damage to property or to forestall the imminent escape of a suspect or, destru or destruction of evidence. A warrantless arrest in a public place does not violate the Fourth Amendment so long as the police have probable cause, citing United States versus Santana, a 1976 case at 427 U.S., but to fall within the exigent circumstances exception to the warrant requirement, an arrest or detention within a home or dwelling must be supported by both probable cause and the existence of exigent circumstances. A burglar in progress may constitute an exigent circumstance. See People v. Duncan, a 1986 case at 42 Cal 3rd, pages 91 and 97 through 98. Quote, in determining whether the officer acted reasonably, due weight must be given, not to his unparticularized suspicions, or quote, hunches, close quote, but to the reasonable inferences which he is entitled to draw from the facts in light of his experience. In other words, he must be able to point to specific and articulable facts from which he concluded that his action was necessary." Close quote. Duncan Supra at 42 Cal 3rd at page 98. The standard to be applied is an objective one. Quote, an action is reasonable under the Fourth Amendment, regardless of the individual officer's state of mind, close quote, as long as the circumstances viewed objectively justified the action. Bingham City versus Stewart, a 2006 case at 547 U.S., 398 and 404. Turning to the cross-examination by Mr. Wasserman and answers by Detective Urich. Question by Mr. Wasserman. Please articulate what authority gave you the right to open the unlocked door and walk in without a warrant. Answer. That was based on the fact that the information I received that the residence was vacant. Normally people lock their doors on that, on that property if they're vacant. If the. Question. Okay, that's enough. Did you ever hear any sounds of a struggle inside? Answer no. Question. Anybody screaming for help? Answer no. Question. So, solely based on the neighbor saying he saw someone who didn't go to the door, just check to see if it was locked and he didn't know how long it was vacant or not, you note that was enough for you to just walk into the house, is that correct? Answer. I think you're leaving out the part where he talks about he's not sure if that, if he went in the backyard or if not, I think that was important as well. Question, okay, so you checked the backyard and saw nothing amiss, no crime, no evidence of a crime? You saw that 
nothing there, correct? Answer, well, that's kind of misleading because in many burglary investigations I've been to, there is no actual forced entry. Back doors are, un are unlocked or windows are being able to open without being forced entry. Summarizing, the detective stated he had the right to open the unlocked door without a warrant because the property was vacant, he heard no screams for help, he did not see any evidence of crime, of a crime, the doors and doors are normally locked on vacant property. However, none of these circumstances constitute exigent circumstances. He added, the neighbor was not sure if the person went into the backyard and in many burglary investigations, there was no forced entry, back doors were unlocked and windows opened without forced entry. However, this is not an, the equivalent of exigent circumstances. Detective Urich was asked, quote, you thought there was a burglary happening or some sort of emergency? Detective Urich responded, quote, possibly yes. However, he testified that he did not observe any broken glass at the front of the house, nor was the front door broken or ajar. He went to the rear of the house and saw no signs of broken glass. The back door was not ajar, nor appeared to have been burglarized. When asked if he observed any type of tools that might have been common in a burglary, Detective Urich responded, quote, no, close quote. Detective Urich's observations failed to yield any facts of, of burglary prior to making contact with the defendant from which he could reasonably conclude a burglar was inside the home. No exigent circumstances existed. In other words, no emergency situation requiring swift action to prevent imminent danger to life or serious damage to property or to forestall the immediate escape of a suspect of destruction of evidence existed. Redirect by Ms. Gazarian. Question. Now you just said on cross-examination that you didn't obtain a warrant prior to making entry because you believe there was a burglary in progress. Answer by Detective Urich. Yeah, it was possible and I didn't know if there was an actual crime yet. So that's why we're checking to make sure. Question, did you believe that there could have been a possible threat? The court, I could not hear you, I'm sorry. By Ms. Guzarian, question, did you believe at the time there could have been a possible threat, either property to a person or possibly property? Answer, in A, if a residential burglary was occurring, yes, the court. Did you believe that a residential burglary was occurring? The witness, it was, I believe it was possible by Ms. Gazarian. And that's based on the totality of the circumstances that you listed on cross-examination. Answer, yes, the court. You believed it was possible, correction, the court. You believed it was a possible residential burglary? The witness, I believe it was possible, yes, the court. A possible threat to person and or property? Detective Urich testified he entered, the, he entered because he believed a residential burglary was, quote, possible and he did not know if there was an actual crime yet, close quote. However, no emergency situation requiring swift action to prevent imminent danger to life or serious damage to property or to forestall the immediate escape of a suspect or destruction of evidence existed to justify entry into the home. Simply put, no exigency, correction, simply put, no exigent circumstances existed. Seeing no signs of burglary, of burglary, Detective Urich opened the unlocked back door, entered the home, and immediately observed the defendant standing in the kitchen area. A wall to the, to the detective's right prevented him from viewing the entire area. The defendant was detained, patted down for weapons, and the detective moved, removed a large sum of cash. The defendant was seated outside in the patio area. Detective Urich, along with Officer Nguyen, re-entered the home to clear the residence, where Detective Urich observed the 10 large bags of marijuana in the dining room. The house was searched and cleared for additional suspects, and a search warrant was obtained. In conclusion, the defendant had a legitimate expectation of privacy in the rental Airbnb, no exigent circumstances existed to justify the warrant's entry. The 1538.5 motion is granted.
Thank you very much. Thank you. To everyone, stay safe and stay healthy. And Mr. Fraccino, you may uh, retrieve your recording device. Thank you. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Take a hit, get lit, and Fuck sit that. That, that What do you mean, take a hit, get it? And You enjoy. just heard the judge. Don't even go into it normally. Just I can't believe what we just heard right now. <laughs> well, we, we, I that took right a hit was, and got lit after that. <laughs> there's so many questions I have for you about this. I have this. some, too. Oh, I, well, first we of all, do. let me tell you, listening to it again, I, I was still, I, even though I knew it was going to happen, I was still going through the same thing that I went through in court. Like, okay. Sounding good, but oh so, God, what's going to happen? I don't know. So in layman's terms, tell us what happened. How about that? We won. And how, <laughs> that's as layman's terms as it gets. And, 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 that's great. And what is 1538? It's so funny. I wrote that down exactly, too. Yeah, so that's the penal code, 1538.5. Are those numbers the laws? That's, that's, that's the, law the penal code. Penal, penal code that, we have, that gives us the authority to file this motion where we say, hey, you violated our client's rights, you did an illegal search, and all that evidence that you found that you're gonna use to prosecute is now thrown out. It's called fruit of the poisonous tree. You did something illegal, you violated rights, you didn't get a search warrant like you were supposed to. Now everything you found is tainted, and it gets thrown out, and you cannot use it to prosecute. And the case will, uh, when we go back, we'll uh, file our formal motion to dismiss, and it will be dismissed. Now, now, does that, does that happen? I mean, can they bring up other charges now? No, you know? they, they, can, mean, they can appeal this ruling, and that's about will it. Will they? I, no, I doubt I it, don't, I doubt it. I, mean, I, don't, so, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How, how does your client feel? He is ecstatic, very happy. You charge him extra very for getting happy. everything <laughs> no. knocked out? No, it's all the same fee. Did she write all this out? Did she yeah. read it? So yep, she was this, just reading the paper that she, she wrote. This is the this opinion is, she wrote. And yeah, she reads it out. The judge. Some things that I found where I was laughing my ass off that they used. Mm-hmm. Suspect did a gang type whistle. Mm-hmm. What that, the fuck? That's what the neighbor said when he called nine one one. What is that? And when, what? I also laughed at it was unlocked, so we entered. Like exactly, like you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> is that it? Is that the whistle? Gang whistle. That was pretty close. That was a good one. That was a good one, though. Well, actually, that's a good one, too. Well, think about the argument the prosecution was <laughs> I mean, was they're making. there, but I just I mean, they're real. The prosecution argued that our client didn't even have an expectation <laughs> of privacy because it wasn't his house. And we dispelled that. That's longstanding law. I, All those cases that she was citing and talking about she's explaining to those were our cases that we put in our motion so i'm wondering too i love the fact that she says fourth amendment right shall should not be violated i'm wondering 
Does she do the research when she says found a case? And no, she that's what I just said. Didn't she just listen was to me? There, no. That's what I'm asking. So no. you brought up the Those Minnesota are, versus are, yes. U.S. You brought people yes. versus Rutgers. Yes. C- Camacho, yes. Stewart. You brought all that research? That, that, that's called legal research and writing motions because we have so to. So you're the one we, who does that and you present those to, cor- the, to the judge. Correct. And then the other side can find cases to dispel what we're saying if, if they can because they cited cases in a response they did and then we had to go, no, 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 no. We have better cases and you're just wrong. And so we have to show the court this is case law. This is what's called precedence. This is when. How long did it take you guys to do that? Uh, That's a lot of. Like, I, I got but, down about uh, one, two, three, four, five. I got about seven that uh, I wrote down, and I think there's a few that I missed. Well, Patrick, He's our great through. associate who I tasked. To draw this motion, find up, some lines, find some places, and uh, do this and do that, and that's what happens. He it's, does that. He drafts it up. I review it. I make changes, make notes, you know, and then uh, we work together like that. But he did oh. a, a hell of a job researching and pulling out all the case law, now, and you now, know, it's there. Now, when I was looking just for say, that, Mark ca- didn't pull the last case law. Patrick did. Well, <laughs> my, my my days of researching are over. We have. You know, our associates. The Let me ask you, ones. though, the, when, you, when you're looking that up, you know, I mean, do you just go through a book and just randomly start looking? How do you identify where that's yeah, where at do you start? all these laws? You Google? Know? No. Well, there's something. First of all, there's there's case law that's been handed down, cool. you know, hundreds of years ago, decades. And you, you Is that look, every law office has what, all those books in there. Well, a lot of it's for show because you can do everything online now, right? And there's something what's called shepherdizing where you have a case and you need to see the lineage of it and where it started from and how that case now became law. Because at some point in time, what we're arguing here, so let's, for instance, the very first issue we had to tackle was the prosecution saying, well, this wasn't his house. He doesn't have an expectation of privacy, right? So in the beginning, when these laws were created, Funny, I wrote you out. had an expectation of privacy in your own home. Why wouldn't you have it anywhere you fucking and, rent and, and anything well, else? Over a hotel room. Over time, well, those private, things came to be because you would have a case where cops went into a hotel, hotel room and the attorney made the argument, wait a minute, I'm this, paying. Is, this is like the same the legal as resident. being in your own place because I'm paying for this, I'm doing that. So over time, those cases then substantiated, yes, it's not just in your home, and that's where you hear the judge going over the cases that we cited that say you do have a legitimate expectation of privacy staying in someone else's house. That's case law, that's decided. You know, Interesting. I, thought, you know, thought comes to mind is is when you know we shut down the one on one freeway. There was never a law for it. <laughs> you guys fucking made a law. <laughs> yeah. And so we actually have a law right. that's called the Imperial Stars Act. That is so dope. Which is it's just people versus the Imperial Stars, and right. we, we shut down the one. I think freeway. about that every time you tell that story. I'm like, awesome. how amazing that no. that fucking stunt created a law. <laughs> it that's did. So and, dope. And, and you know, other people have opinion. broken that law since then. There was oh, yeah. a, there was a, a group of a motorcycle mm-hmm. enthusiasts that shut down the freeway, and they blocked all the lanes of traffic, they did and the they just. And they were doing burnouts on the freeway, and then the and then there was another one that, that actually proposed, and and he proposed. Does that law go across state lines? The proposal. Yeah. And Does that law go across state lines, or do you know? Is what? it only in California, like the law that Imperial Stall, Imperial the, Star Law? Oh, I I don't know that. I mean, do, he, do he, laws cross state lines? Though is my no, question. No, no, no. A California law is not going to have any impact in another state, but there might be a similar statute. In another state, you know, if you were nationwide with that blue, or is it just California? No, I, 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 as far as I know, it's California. But you know, when somebody, like I said, the the group, you know, did a, uh, they shut down the freeway and they actually uh, proposed to his wife and the guy, he was viral, went everywhere. But they got charged with the Imperial Stars Act, <laughs> and and the funny thing is, is, because I know one of the the guys that were in that biker club, and and they were like, hey, dude. Like you know, we we got my buddy got hit with your thing, and they brought up your your guys's you know your name the the band the yeah. court yeah the court the, that's funny. the district attorney was like hey dude this is case study it's already been charged they're charged with conspiracy this is how it's going to be handled kidnapping bullshit they, and, and because they blocked all lanes and this and that because they actually blocked all lanes and didn't give anybody so you had one one lane open. We did. Right? We, we had one lane open or else it would have been kidnapping. Because right. anytime you lock people, with the, like if someone just locks that door and we're all trying to get out, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're being kidnapped, kidnapped, you know, and, and that's another case study law. And so it's like when you sit there and lock someone in a room, it, it, it can go down as ki- kidnapping. I mean, that that simple. It's funny. Mark, question back to your case here. I heard the judge say, quoting Mark Wasserman, when you said to the cop, is it funny to say 
Please articulate what gave you the reason to go in. Like, can you just say, what gave you the reason to go in? Or do you have to be as... Articulative. <laughs> yeah, and say, please articulate. That, that's well, like, I just found it yeah. to be interesting that well, she quoted you saying that, yeah. and I wrote it down going, is that something that needs to be done? Or are you just being a smart ass? No, or the, the, law, the law says that the officer must articulate facts that support a purpose. there is a crime going on. Sure. And your belief that there's so a crime So you're using the law on. verbiage by saying, yeah. please articulate. Yep. Yeah, that's all. I mean, do that's how I do it. That's how do I do it. Do you find you get a, um, a funny snare from no. the police officer or like, no. you asshole? No, not at all. Not at all, because Normal. they know that's what they have to do. Now, does this... You know, and I'm just reminding you. Now, for your client's sake, I mean, does this come on his record as an arrest or does it stay Does it fully get dropped? Yeah, does how does that work? Yeah, it's off. The case will be dismissed. Like, it never happened. Like, it never no, no, happened. No, 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 no. Let me clarify. Because if somebody does a look into his record, a deep look into his record, they'll see that there was an arrest. But false. They'll see that there was a, a charge. For cannabis. And whatever. then they'll see that there was a dismissal. Right. So, but I mean, so they got to look deep. But that. it was dismissed. Hold on. Do you know if he gets pulled over, they run his license for no, no, show that, up right no, away? No, no. That, it's got to be deeper than yeah, that. It yeah, has yeah, to yeah, be yeah, on, yeah. on the record Correct. for him to, like if it was a felony or. Right. So he has to burglary. go to court or something. He can't, it's not just going to be a citation being pulled over. Right. That's just not going to come up on the cop's fucking but computer. They, but if Correct. the state, like okay, if the state. So, no, if he goes to apply for a job. Or, or something like that, and they look into his background and do a deep dive into his background. They'll see it all. Can so that, that's just, how can it happens. That you can get it. You can do things to get it sealed and stuff. I like that. I know a guy that was going to get mine sealed, and and uh, he's never he's, done it because he's a fucking. It jerk. already happened. No, yeah, Patrick right. didn't. Patrick do it. No. Oh, oh man, he's been tasked for like the last three years. Hey, yeah, me a favor, hand everybody a buck because he keeps passing it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and two years prior to that, a guy named Mark. Let me ask you this, Mark: the court asking these questions. You believe it was possible? Blah 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 blah. You believe it was a threat in your experience is that normal for the court to question yes. the police officers yeah so like so, I, I don't i don't maybe i'm obviously i don't go to court a lot but i i didn't know the court yeah. sitting there the judge is sitting there asking their own questions all depends that on helped the judge. you all, all depends on the judge did you feel like when you're asking that questions oh yeah that helps oh, me yeah no i mean it's you know it's great and then you know Judges can do whatever they want in their own courtrooms, right? So you could do have stuff a, to make you look bad. You're like, fuck. Well, you could have a judge who just sits there and listens to everybody, doesn't say a word, and then gives an opinion, you know. But you have a lot of most judges in my in my uh, career that I've gone through in the last 25 years, they take note, and especially the ones that really care. And that's the one thing I noted about this. Judge, during this whole process, when we were in the hearing, she took as meticulous of notes as I've ever seen a judge take. She asked What if questions. she was just doodling and drawing pictures? <laughs> you look at it, it's a big old Mickey Mouse. <laughs> that would be funny. But based on her opinion and what she wrote, she didn't. She took those notes for a reason because, you know, as I said in the very beginning of the, my opening statement, this is an important case. Because of what's going on in the climate of everything surrounding law enforcement and their inter interaction with citizens, this is an important case. So they got cash, they got cannabis, and why can't now that everything's done, I'm sure you asked for the cash back, right? So, everything in due time, there's process. So, we will be seeking to have the case dismissed, formally, and then we will be seeking return of the money that was taken. How much money? I... Don't know off the top of my head. I really, I gotta look. Back Hundreds of thousands. No, 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 no. Thirty grand. No, no, it was Five like or ten grand. 10 or okay, so not it, some. It, 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 not, it was, nothing crazy. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. But I mean, consider you know. All ten grand still a lot. But, well, you know, ten grand lot, pays but, for his attorney fees. <clears throat> but when we, you know, we've had other Maybe. cases. You got a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, a million dollars taken. Um, but you know, it's all relative, and we will. Seek to get uh, to Will get you that money seek back and ask for the cannabis back and no. donate it to the Weed for Warriors no. project. I got a question no. for you, Mark. Can't Wait. get it back. No, can he file a civil claim against the police department for he violating could. his civil rights? He could. He could. He'd, he, he, we would have to refer him to a That's civil attorney, and a civil attorney would. Uh, would look you at recommend everything? it? I don't know. You know, I'm not. I don't. Well, you do those know. Either you do recommend no, it or you I, don't I, recommend it. I don't. It. I would recommend he go talk to an attorney who handles those types of cases. Because I, I don't know. If you're What's friend. it worth? Okay, if, I don't if, know. If it happened to Blue, 
Would you recommend Blue go to an attorney and fight back? No. I would say, hey, you know, be happy that you're not going to jail. Learn from this. And, you know, more, and, and move on. Or, not even be or, a little more smarter. Or, Fuck, he didn't or, do anything. Or, or go into it. Let it consume the next three to five years of your life going and, to court. And stack a couple meal. You know, maybe. No, no maybe. Probably, probably, maybe if, not. If anything, maybe. You know, maybe I don't know. 250000 No, ten grand. No, you know? a little yeah. more. Because what? That's... You know, he spent the night in jail. It's, you know, I mean, what's the damages? Those are that's yeah, the hard that, part of all this. All the damages. Like, oh, they took my ten pounds of weed, and that cost forty thousand dollars. <laughs> that's out. But so, that's not going to go. That's, that's not, not going to go. That's not going to go well. The case is that you no. did a one day in jail. Okay, two hundred eighty dollars. No, guess you know, what? They're, they're <laughs> the case, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the case is dismissed. So it's not worth the time and the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess what you're saying. You know, I mean, the amount of money you probably pay for the attorney fees, you might be able to get that back. So let's say the attorney fees and, you know. Um, if not, you got to just charge it to the no, game. No, here, you know, the most important. Game, bro, and just keep moving. Most I mean, important thing going to happen here, that cop and all of his cronies, they're going to think twice before they walk into some fucking house without a warrant. Yeah. So there you go. Well, the law's been served. Way to go, Washerman. Pop Brothers, that law win again. Frankino, thank you guys. Thank you, yes. Frankino, for being there. That was awesome. Chris, man. how did you feel? Did you clap? Did you want to clap <laughs> at the end? What did you feel like at the end when that all wrapped up? You know, I was actually confused. I didn't know what the hell happened. I was like, did he win? Did he lose? Where do we go from here? Well, because they gave us another Are court date. sandwiches? Wait, 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 wait. So this whole case has been weird. I, I think I've mentioned that before with these rulings being put off. This was another kind of weird thing. So, for instance, my nephew's case we did years and years ago. We did the same motion, same type of motion. And then it was granted. And then the judge said, motion to dismiss, counselor? Yes, move to dismiss. Case dismissed. Done. All right there. This judge, right when it was over, you know, she called Franchino to, turn, to get the thing and come off. Okay, we're going to set another pretrial date to come back. I want to give the prosecution time, uh, the proper time to file an appeal if they want to. We come back in September for a pretrial. We, now, in between that time, we got to file our motion to dismiss. They don't have any evidence anymore. I don't know why. Again, you know, judges can do whatever they want, and this is procedure, and that's what happens. So now we just have to wait a little longer to file it and get it formally but, dismissed. But for, what do you got to go back for? For what? I don't understand. Uh, because the I judge said we're se- because uh, the judge said we're setting pretrial. We're giving prosecution. I think they, I think they have 15 days to file an appeal if they want to file an appeal. Was your client there? No, he lives out of state. So he didn't have to come back for this. No, we appear what's called 977 under the penal code in California, which allows us to appear on misdemeanors uh, w- without our client being present. So walk us through that phone call. To the client? Yeah. Well, I called him up. I said, uh, sir, we got this case dismissed. And, you know, I, I can't hear tears of joy on the other line, on the other side well, of a phone can, call. Maybe, but-, but, you know, the, the excitement, the, you know, thank you, the just all of that pours right through. And it just feels so good, you know, when you know somebody who... Wrongfully. It, it shouldn't have happened. Yeah give a fuck what they're doing the guy was in his in his own home because it's your home when you're doing an airbnb when you're at a hotel it's your place and he was there and these guys just walked in and stuck a gun in his face it's fucked up so i am very very glad that we got this decision and as i said and others other officers out there listening to this think twice you can't just walk in a house now, if you hear screaming, if you hear shit going on, probable cause there. Do you hear an emergency? Do your job. Broken glass. Follow the emergency. You don't hear anything, but the door was unlocked. I saw a black guy make no, a gang no, whistle. I, the neighbor said there's a gang whistle. Woo, 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 and how how did that neighbor even know what a gang whistle was? What yeah. gang is he in? That's a good question. Loud. How do you know it's a gang oh, whistle? Here's something I like well, to point out. Let me go in your house. Let me point out, too, one important thing that happened during the case was when I was asking the officer, well, the guy on the porch, you know, what did he look like? Did he look like the guy who was in the house? You know, and there was no, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. So they didn't even, he couldn't even say that the guy on the porch was the same guy in the house. You know, so it was just, and the, I mean, it was just so, so messed up. And it took so long to get it done and over with. But 
we did. We stuck to it. We stuck to our guns. I'll never forget a year and a half ago or so when this case came to us and I was reading it. And, you know, when I read a police report, I am just, you know, I'm looking. I'm waiting for things where I can just go, yeah. And, that, and this is what I was reading it. And like, oh, well, there's no signs of burglary. You're like, he opened the door. Wait a minute. Did I read that right? He just put his hand on the back door, opened it. It was unlocked and he walked in. Wait, let me, I must have read it 10 times that first time going, okay, let me read. Was there some screaming? Did he see breaking glass? What? Not, nope. He just walked in. You can't do that. You can't walk in, just walk in without knocking and announcing, without a warrant. And that's what he did. And so from that moment, I was licking my chops right in the beginning. And I knew we were going to go there. And uh, that's where we went. And we prevailed. So I'm very, very happy. Great job. Oh, and he shut the fuck up. That's probably <laughs> the biggest key right there, right? Shutting the fuck up. That hell, Although, you know, it's funny, though. In, in, a, in an instant like this, everything that happened after that door was open more or less wasn't doesn't matter because it was it was that that's what we were attacking. so he could okay yeah the door I mean, and everything after that is a, he, right you broke the law there once the judge said hey that initial entry no everything good after no you know good. which is but still good that he did shut the fuck up but but just to point out so that if he would have said yes i'm uh, this is i'm here this is mine i've so all of that evidence would have been chucked dismissed. and thrown out there thereby allowing us to dismiss get the case dismissed well, thanks, Frankino, for showing up and making Mark yes, shot. Yes, sir. Look Great good. job, Mark. I mean, Pop Brothers at Law, another win. Woo! And, you yes. know, that's, that's super Great important. And, and, you know, I, I do want to say that, you know, it's important that, that, you know, we show this. And if we get the opportunity to go back into court, we should do this more often because well, I think people, like people want to follow invested. this. Yeah. yeah I'm you know, I people want to get involved. And, yeah. and, and I know our listeners do as well. Guys, and guess what? It's Cannabis Talk 101. And rem- remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.